This is the Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors podcast, sponsored by Visit Bemidji. Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors covers the lakes, woods, trails, wildlife, and anything else going on outdoors in Paul Bunyan's playground. Hi, this is Toby Cavalli-Vibe of Leisure Outdoor Adventures. Welcome to Fishing Paul Bunyan Country. Well, today we're checking in with Jared Houston of Houston's Guide Service over in the Duluth Superior area and a former BSU Beaver football player, of course. Jared, welcome back to the show. Hey, Kevin. Thanks for having me, man. Appreciate it. Let's start with your alma mater, number eight in the nation in the first preseason poll. Uh, that's never happened before. That's pretty darn cool. You know what? Uh, couldn't be more proud of Beaver Nation and uh, what they're doing. Coach Bolte's putting together a heck of a program there, and uh, it's been a lot of fun. I can't wait. I can't wait till they come to my neck of the woods and play the Bulldogs. I'll certainly be in the stands late October. <laughs> he circled it on his calendar for sure. You got it. Well, listen, Jared, uh, we haven't had a chance to talk too much this season, but how has the fishing been overall in the Duluth Superior area? You know, it's uh, it's tough to say it's been bad because it's been good. Um, you know, just like any typical year, we've had our ups and downs. But uh, overall, the only negative thing we've actually really had is that Canadian wildfire smoke, and I think you guys can relate up there in the North Country as well. But it uh, seems like it kind of funnels right down through Lake Superior. And so we, oh, we've had to deal with a little bit of that. But as far as the fishing goes, we're, we're getting them, and we're getting them uh, any which way. And uh, we're being on the threshold of the dog days. We'll see what the next few weeks holds, but uh, make no mistake, we'll keep our finger on that pulse. Where have we been fishing lately? Well, mostly we've been fishing inland lakes. We were on the St. Louis River quite a bit up until about a couple weeks ago when uh, water temperatures were getting spiky and, and we wanted to uh, get into some cooler, deeper water. Um, and we have a plethora of great lakes to fish around here. Um, so we've been uh, have, we've been on a weed bite, matter of fact, kind of pitching... Uh, shallow weeds that are real close to some uh, deep cuts and uh, finding our fish you know we're picking our day at our day daylight things so that's a, that's become uh, you know early morning and later evening has been the best bite but uh, you know you're not spinning your wheels by being out there all day if you get a nice wind you can that can be in your advantage breaks up that surface water and so forth but uh, as far as baits and tackle we've been using a lot of uh, plastics you know we're kind of past that live bait thing make no mistake you can still use some live bait but we're getting some reaction bites, and that's kind of what it's been for us. Okay. Well, we've uh, we've seen it slow down certainly here, but you know, prior to that usual late July, early August slowdown, it's been a really good season for walleye for sure. And you know, of course, all the other species are biting just fine. Yeah, yeah, I can relate. Around here, it's been uh, you know a really good year. It's uh, you know, I I feel like everybody's doing a good job with the conservation efforts uh, for the most part, and. It's, uh, it's definitely taken shape, and our local DNR around these areas are telling us that the walleye fisheries are, are healthy as can be, and the future looks bright, so that's fantastic news. Okay. Well, you you said you're heading up north to Canada. What, what do you got planned? Yeah, so uh, I'm going to take a little back seat and get in my friend's boat and, and put mine in the garage for a little while, and we're going to head to the North Armour Rainy Lake, and, you know, we're going crappie fishing. You know, who goes who goes to Canada to catch crappies? Well, we... We found uh, we found that's our fun thing to do, and, and we catch some really big pan plate uh, size uh, calico bass, and, and and it's a lot of fun. We we get them on brush piles and kind of dragging some live bait around and, and whatnot. But uh, hopefully the weather's in our favor right now. It looks favorable, so we'll see. But uh, it'll be nice just to sit back and let somebody else run the boat for a little bit. Absolutely, that that's. I bet from a guide perspective, that's pretty nice. 
you know what? It, it really is. And, and, uh, I just want to be a passenger. I told them mm-hmm. I'll bring the live scope and, and, and that'll be my bargain. You know, a lot of people say I'll buy the beer, I'll buy the bait, but I told him I'll bring the live scope. He said, deal. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we are in and, uh, we're going to go out there and see what we can do up there on, uh, the North Arm of Rainy Lake there. You had mentioned spending a lot of time in the, on the St. Louis River until uh, the last couple of weeks. So tell me a little bit about that. Uh, we've talked about it before, but how does that yeah. differ from lake fishing? Well, it's 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 like any other fishery. It, it phases, right? So we got off that river because this right now is kind of the dog days of summer for the river, so it's phased out to a kind of a slower bite. You can get a lot of fish out there, just not the ones we're looking for. Um the difference between that and, you know, other rivers around the area and other fisheries is it's a shallow water bite. And because it's such shallow water, uh, in the middle of the summer, that water's pretty warm. So the fish are, uh, kind of get a little lethargic and, and, and kind of make their way for some deeper water where they'll sit and rest and, and, and wait for something. But, um, for the most part, it's not a dead bite. It's just gotten a lot slower and, um, and smaller fish has been in what we're, we've been catching so with that being said you know we bring a customer out they don't want to catch small fish all day they're looking for a big fish so we put ourselves in the best opportunity and right now we're finding that in our inland lakes okay um so tell me about some of the inland lakes that uh, that we maybe haven't heard about that uh, we we maybe should sure yeah so you know what's the beauty of living in duluth and i think we've mentioned it before but we have a uh we can reach into the Minnesota lakes and, and Wisconsin lakes, right? We're right here on the border. So borderland is where we live. And, and uh, northwest Wisconsin holds some really nice uh, fisheries um, in Douglas County, Bayfield County, Washburn County. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of recreation. But, you know, with the, depending on the time of day you pick to go, like I mentioned earlier, we like to go in the morning and later afternoons in the evening. Um, the traffic can die down and it can be, it can be a lot of fun. Uh, they fish a lot similar to the lakes. Uh, I remember up in, in uh, Bemidji and, and so forth. So if you ever came out this way, you use a lot of those same tactics, you'll find some success. You did not come from the Duluth Superior area originally, did you? No, I did not. I grew up in uh, Stillwater, Minnesota. Go Ponies. <laughs> right. And and yep. where did you do the bulk of your fishing growing up? Uh, the St. Croix River. Okay. So down, right there in the backyard of my house in the hometown of Stillwater, I had the St. Croix River and then you know, obviously came up to Bemidji and, and lived on by the Mississippi there for a little bit and then came over here and found my love and passion in the St. Louis River. So you can, you can, uh, I guess you could call me a river rat. I just got back from a trip where we hired a fishing guide down in Dubuque, Iowa, where we fished the Mississippi River. And, uh, I just like river fishing. I think it's always been part of my nature and in my blood and it, uh, it's uh, just heck of a heck of a ride for sure. So, is isn't the Saint Croix and the Minnesota River now down that way part of the uh, area where you can do some two line fishing? Correct. Yes, you don't have to be limited to your uh, single source uh, uh, line. You can use multiple lines. Same thing here at the Saint Louis River. You can use. Uh, oh, you uh, can. Two, yep, you can use two lines per person here in the Saint Louis River, and so that kind of opens up a lot of opportunity for you know our troll bite for sure. And then, you know, if we're doing some jigging uh, patterns, we'll, uh, every day we'll put out a, a dead stick just because, you know, sometimes it goes off, sometimes it doesn't. But, um, you know, that, that, that's a fantastic uh, uh, advantage for us is to have multiple lines in the water for sure. Well, I know that, you know, the, when people think Duluth Superior, they think Lake Superior, the big lake, uh, Gitchagumi, you know, and uh, 
Yep. Uh, Edmund Fitzgerald and all that stuff, uh, that legendary body of water. But you actually do not fish that lake that often, do you? Well, no, on the contrary, we do. We fish oh, it do? quite a bit. It's, it's our ice fishing, uh, oh. you know, kind of our, our that's, that's what we do exclusively once we get to wintertime. So we'll be on the hard water out there in Shawamigan Bay, where in Wisconsin waters we can use three lines. So that'll be uh, to our advantage, too. So we'll usually do uh, one, uh, uh, two dead sticks, whether they're tip-ups, jawjackers, or out of autos, which we can use in Wisconsin, and we'll use one line with a, a jigging pattern. But, uh, yeah. So we do fish quite a bit in, in the Lake Superior, and, and, you know, even in the summertime, now that it's gotten to be a dog days, and, you know, these lakes will start to get a little boring and to see some new territory, it's always awesome when I get a phone call and they say they want to go out to Lake Superior and catch walleyes. Well, that can be a big gamble, but I'll tell you what, that, that gamble can pay off. We can get big walleyes in Lake Superior on the South Shore. Well, it's a, it's a much colder body of water than, than most lakes we're used to in this neck of the woods. That's correct, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I would say the South Shore it warms up better than the the rest of the lake, but uh, ultimately, and on a big scale, yeah, Lake Superior is much colder water. Besides uh, walleye, what else is in there? I mean, I know uh, there's some big lake trout. Is there not? Yeah, for sure. Right now, actually, uh, my colleagues and, and so forth down there at the docks, the charter captains, uh, are getting uh, uh, some kings. So right now we got some kings in the area. And wow. We, we're summed up to you know, uh, 10 pounds. And matter of fact, I just got a phone call not that long ago for you gave me a dial up. Uh, my friend, Captain Nolan, he, uh, he got a 30 inch steelhead on a trip uh, about a couple hours ago. So you never know what you're going to get out there. There's, there's Kings, there's Browns, there's uh cold salmon, uh, of course, Lake trout is probably the most, uh, dominant bite you're going to get when you're out there, uh, on the big water. Um, but then you get over to the bays of, uh, Chihuahuan and the Apostle Islands, you can open up your book to splake trout and even big smallmouth, a world-class smallmouth in Chihuahuan Bay, and you know pike, walleye, perch, stuff like that too. So it's uh, very diverse. There's a lot of fish in there, and we love to uh, we love to be having our backyard. Okay. Um, so when you go ice fishing on uh, on Lake uh, Superior in the winter, I'm, is, is it primarily a walleye, or do you go for lake trout there, or how? Do, how what can you catch yeah. in the winter time? So we keep we keep it pretty uh, uh, lake trout and uh, salmon oriented. So most of our trips are usually it's a pretty mixed bag. So we don't go out and we don't ever catch one species. We'll get whitefish, we'll get splake trout, we'll get maybe a lake trout, we'll get uh, brown trout for sure, and occasional uh, walleye and burbot. Um, and you know sometimes you get some some rogue uh, other species, but uh, those are kind of the more dominant and. Uh, that keeps it fun because you never know what you're reeling up. And what's really fun about it is you catch them all the same way. They don't, uh, they're not, they're not real picky. And uh, when you're playing that cat and mouse game with your uh, spoon with tipped with a live minnow head or whatnot, um, all those fish will uh, chase and eat. Third Houston of Houston's Guide Service, my guest today. We're talking Duluth Superior fishing. We got a lot more to cover next. I'm Mike Frisch of Fishing the Midwest, and I'm proud to help Kev Jackson. Sound smart on Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors. Get away and experience Bemidji's great outdoors. Discover the first city on the Mississippi with the whole family. And enjoy unique lodging, encouraging hospitality, and great adventures in a pristine Northwoods setting. With over 400 lakes for fishing, more than 160 miles of bike trail, and amazing campsites, Bemidji is a unique destination to create lasting memories. Go to visitbemidji.com. Bemidji, 
I'm Bruce Jean, and this is Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. What are some of the signs you look for that indicate that fall bite's going to kick in and it's going to get crazy? Oh, man, I I don't know about you, Kev, but my favorite time of year to fish is the fall. And, you know, at this point, we're starting to look forward to that uh, being, you know, climbing into the late summer and stuff. And, and uh, you know, once those trees start kind of changing color and, you know, football season's right around the corner and stuff like that, it kind of like the stars align. I you know, I don't know about anybody else, but sometimes when I'm driving down the road and I see a lot of wildlife start to get active, whether they're deer in the fields or, or whatever you're starting to see, I, I honestly think that that um, also means that the fish get active. And so we'll start changing our techniques and our patterns and, and those walleyes and whatnot. They'll start putting on their feed bag and getting ready for winter. So, you know, it's tough to pick my favorite time of the fall, but it's hard to argue late September, all of October, and as close as you can get to ice uh, uh, being the best. And so we'll keep our boat wet all the way until we have ice, and then we'll uh, we'll get her back in the garage and looking forward to the next uh, open water season. But uh, it's coming up, and it's something everybody should get uh, jacked about because it's on its way. If we want to discover your neck of the woods, get out there with you, how do we go about getting that done? So you can certainly give us a call. Um, you know, uh, we got uh, 218-393-4962. We're all over the social media stuff in today's day and age. I don't do Tic Tac or Snap Wap or whatever they <laughs> call them these days, but I got. Uh, I know we have Facebook and we have Instagram, and it's just Houston's Guide Service, and that's all you got to look up on the socials. And then uh, we do have a website, too. It's houstonsguideservice.com, so spelt just like the city, and... Uh, yeah, it's pretty easy to find us. You can also maybe sometimes check us out in the uh, uh, paper. We write for the Tribune here in Duluth and Superior, and we also do some uh, off and on some television stuff with the uh, Linder Angling Edge guys. So you never know where we'll be, but we're always going to be somewhere, that's for sure. All right. Well, before we wrap it up, let's do a, let's do a quick Fast Five. You got time for that? You bet. I love these games. <laughs> All right. Fast Five, Jared Houston. Fast five, five, five. Question number one: Dogs or cats? Oh, dogs for sure. Easy answer. I'm not a cat guy. I like dogs. They got character. They they're never mad at you. They're always happy. We love our dog. He's 15 years old already, and we're looking, we're not looking forward to the day we gotta you know lose him. But uh, dogs, easy answer. Okay. Question number two: What is your favorite type of pizza, and where is your favorite place to get it? Ooh, that's a loaded question. Here in the Twin Ports, we got great pizza uh, places. And uh, I'll, I'll just throw out Thirsty Pagan, Superior, Wisconsin. That's a really nice uh, pizza. And my favorite kind, probably just sausage, pepperoni with green pepper. All right. Question number three. It's dessert time. Are we eating pie or are we eating cake? Ooh, pie for sure. You know, we, we're pretty close to some also awesome pie places here in the Twin yes. Ports. Betty's Pie is just up the North Shore there. And... Uh, and so forth. So not hard to beat a, a, a blueberry pie in our area of the world. Oh, man, I love blueberry pie. That's, that's yeah. my favorite. All right, question number four. What is the biggest fish you've ever caught? Well, that's also a loaded question. If we're talking species dependent, I would probably have to go with, uh, you know, I'd probably have to go with the muskie that we got caught on a television show a couple years back. On um, uh, It was on uh, Linder's Angling Edge. Oh, no, it was on uh, Lund, the Ultimate Fishing Experience. It was a 56-inch musky, and we caught it on walleye gear. So that was yeah. one of the coolest 
craziest catches a guy could have. And uh, six pound test monofilament, eighth ounce jig in a minnow, and get a fifty six inch muskie. That that was pretty pretty cool. Yeah, you know how many muskie guys hate hearing about walleye guys getting the fifty six inch <laughs> yeah, muskies on walleye gear. <laughs> yes, I do. I do hear that. <laughs> All right, finally, question number five. You've been sentenced to fishing purgatory. This means you can fish every day for all eternity, but on only one lake. What lake is it going to be? Uh, yeah, it would have to probably be Lake Superior, just because uh, it's in our backyard. It's got such uh, a character. You know, it's the greatest lake of the world, quite literally, and uh, it's, it's Lake Superior. All and right. Sorry for us. Hey, uh, Jared, before we wrap it up, one more time, uh, if we want to book something with you uh, up in the Duluth uh, Superior Twin Ports area, how do we do that? You can just find us, uh, our phone number is 218-393-4962, or you can check our website, HoustonsGuideService.com, or find us on the socials with the same name. Jared Houston, Houston's Guide Service, great to have you back on the show. Thanks for taking the time. Thank you, Kevin. Everybody be good. I'll see you later. Go Beavers! Now we're going fishing. <laughs> Bye-bye,